What's up, goons? I'm here. I'm alone. There's no stalwart producer. It's your boy, Chris Vega. Uh, my stalwart producer in Jamaica with the rest of the Gas Digital crew. Uh, uh, a nonsense trip is what I call it. The only person actually getting a vacation, though, is probably Michael Harrington. Uh, he's uh, with his girlfriend there. I'm sure they're having fun. Uh, everybody else had to leave their girlfriends at home. Uh, uh, terrible idea. Uh, everybody is going, it's going to be a Lord of the Flies situation uh, where uh, everyone will be raping the girls. That's what I assume is already happening. Uh, they just got there today. But, um, you know, Mike had to do his show with his little karate friends. Uh, we couldn't really get anything done. It, it was a shit show in the studio yesterday. Both studios were booked all day. Uh, whatever. It's fine. I'm here. We're talking. I'm going to do this solo episode again. Uh, I know I keep saying that I'm going to get some guests in to do interviews. I have reached out to, it used to be so much easier to get podcast guests because you would just, now there's so many podcasts and so many ways for people to promote themselves. Uh, like I used to get, I, I reached out to people who have been on the show before and they say no. Philip K. Howard uh, uh, said no. I don't know if he's just got a new publicist or what. Has no interest in doing the show with me. Um Guy whose ideas I really got out there to a bunch of people who never would have heard of that guy. I asked him, uh, I asked him to come on a couple months. But then there's also like guys. There was a guy who like outright uh, Peter Turlin outright uh, predicted uh, 2020 being a shitstorm uh, using various theories. Uh, he's written actually an encyclopedia of ancient civilizations and timelines on where they started, when they ended. I want to have him on. Couldn't get him on. Where's that guy promoting? That guy's not on Rogan. What the fuck? Uh, James Lindsay, been on Rogan, came back on the show to talk to me. Remembers me. Knows me. Friends with my friends. Fucking, it's just, it, I've been trying to book people nonstop. Uh, nicest one, uh, Steve Dildarian from uh, Life and Times of Tim, 10-year-old Tom. Reached out to him. He goes, he goes, uh, sorry, dude, I'm just really busy. Uh, I just can't do it. Fine. But it's like some of these guys don't even respond. It's like, who the hell do you think you are? It's one thing I reached out to John McWhorter. That guy's busy. Look, I get it. I get it. But obviously, uh, uh, Gitanis Nazeda, the president of Lithuania, wants nothing to do with us, that potato. Although I will say this, uh, Lithuania uh, and uh, Poland backing Ukraine before the United States did. They backed Ukraine. They had a summit, those three countries, which I guess are... Related, they're all former Soviet nations. None of them in NATO uh, came together. Said the uh, those two countries said they would back the Ukraine. Now this whole thing with Russia is getting crazy. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about this. Our boy Joe Biden, Joey Bidness, uh, he came out and he said uh, uh, a minor incursion would be okay if Russia kind of in if just the tip, just just a little bit, just a little bit, just 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 I feel it just didn't come off. I don't know if you guys saw. He said a minor incursion will be tolerated, but uh, a major uh, invasion will not. As of now, there's a hundred. Uh, reportedly, there is a hundred thousand troops on the border of the Ukraine uh, from Russia. Uh, we're sending. We're, we have troops on high alert here, but it's what's crazy about the entire thing is like, doesn't it seem like Biden uh, came out and said that minor incursion line where he was just like. Yeah, we'll tolerate, like, 
Doesn't that seem like the thing that they told him behind closed doors? Hey, say that part. Don't say that part. That's the thinking part. Just be like, hey, we have a hard line stance on Russia. But we're not. We're not sending troops over. We'll we'll let them get in there just on just the tip. Just if it just spits on it, we just 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 please. Basically, if Russia was soaking uh, with Ukraine, if they just like we're in there but not really moving around, you know what I mean? Then it wouldn't be a sin. Then we wouldn't invade them. We wouldn't fuck their shit up. Um, look, man, Putin's getting old. The guy's in his seventies. How much longer is he gonna be in charge of Russia? He's got to start invading countries now or they're going to start thinking he's a pussy. Russians are tough fucking people, man. I hung out with a lot, a lot of Russians out in like Sheepshead Bay, Brighton Beach, Brooklyn. They're fucking tough people. And they don't fucking... Dude, I remember once I was walking to uh, Kingsborough Community College. I took a few classes there years ago. I'm walking there and uh, I saw a meter maid giving tickets. And this old Russian man, shirtless, in the winter, looks at me and goes, fucking bloodsuckers and spits on the floor. These are the kind of people we're dealing with. Like It's like, Putin's got to invade a country. They're like looking at him going, Hey, uh, asshole, you've been the fucking despot of this nation for decades. Start invading places. Oh, what, Crimea? Crimea River. <laughs> fucking shit. They annex Crimea. It's part of the Ukraine. So this is like, I love that. Biden's just like, well, another incursion before... And now there's people saying, so apparently the idea of, uh, so they're not part of NATO, Ukraine, because there was a promise to not make the Ukraine or any former Eastern Bloc states a member of NATO after the fall of the Soviet Union in order to keep the peace with nuclear powers. However, the Ukraine gave up their nuclear weapons kind of with the intention of being protected by the West. Most of Europe is just like, who gives a shit? They we they need uh, all almost all of their oil gets sent from Iran there to be re- to be refined in Russia and gets sent back to Germany, which and then goes to the rest of the fucking European states. <clears throat> they're literally like, we don't want higher gas prices. That's it. Who Ukraine? They're, they're basically Russians. They're just like what, Slovakia, the Czech Republic. Why do we need two of those? They used to just be Czechoslovakia. It's like having two Dakotas. It makes no fucking sense. I mean, look. I hope. I'm hoping they don't. I don't want the Ukraine to have to deal with this, but it seems to be like a weird strategic thing. I don't think Putin's trying to take over all of Europe. It seems like an odd thing to just push back on him. It's like it's like old school Cold War shit, man. It's just we just have to we have to get in there because it's 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 the only plot we can write. You know what I mean? There was the there was that brief little thing where we're like, all right, we'll do terrorists for a while. It's like it's like in the Wire where they went to the port for season two, and they were like, yeah, people tuned into this for that fucking street. Hood shit. We should go back to that. People want the Cold War, dude. And we're scared of the Cold War with China. Fucking China's fucking shit up. But look, this Ukraine shit, like, it's so funny how it changed. It was like, yeah, like, we'll kind of let them do that. And then it's just like, no, we're probably, we're probably going to war in in Ukraine. Russia has 100,000 troops on that border. That's a lot of fucking troops, dude. That is a, it's a small country. I'm going to look up the population of Ukraine right now. Um... I guarantee you, it's a couple million. Like, it's going to be like 4 million. Oh, all right. A lot more than I thought. It's 44 million people. That's a lot of fucking people. Holy shit. It's this. 
second largest country by area in Europe after Russia. Okay, the Ukraine's pretty big. I why did I think the Ukraine was this is a dumb thing of me that I just thought Ukraine was smaller shit. Um but I think everything's gonna be fine. I don't think you know well that's the thing. It's like so then a hundred that forty four million, a hundred thousand, it was the second largest country. It's gonna be pretty hard for Russia to invade the Ukraine. It's gonna be pretty easy to push back a force. But we're just gonna look. The U.S. needs a new war. We just got out of Afghanistan. We need a second war. We need a rebound war. You know what I mean? Iraq's been over for a while. That was our side piece from Afghanistan. Now Afghanistan's done. We were just in a long-term relationship. We need a serious rebound from the war on terror. You know? And you know, maybe we're calling an X with Russia, but they've changed. They're not the USSR anymore. They're Russia. It's oligarchs, not communists. Come on. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just put the tip in, please. Putin in the tip. He's Putin. He's Putin in the tip. He's going to put it in Joe Biden's old butt and he's going to be Putin. Oh, man, farts. Fucking Biden, man. He just keeps... I swear to God, that motherfucker is held up by fucking sticks and glue. He, uh, uh, he got into a thing with uh, Peter Ducey today. Listen to this. Uh, Peter Ducey uh, from Fox News. And... He literally was asked... Is inflation an asset in the midterms? And he goes, yeah, I need more inflation. It's a great asset. Stupid son of a bitch. It's fucking great that he's just, he literally is just out as the president, as an old man who doesn't care about shit. He's just the Gran Torino guy being the fucking president. It's fantastic. He's literally just like, get off my, like he is two days away from just saying slurs. Like, it's fucking crazy. There's no... It, it's going to be... It, it's fantastic. I love uh, I love Joe Biden almost as much as I love our sponsor, BlueChew.com. BlueChew is an online pharmacy. Uh, what they do is they prescribe you pills that are chewable. And here's the thing about chewable pills. They can hit your bloodstream faster because when you chew something up, it uh, increases the surface area. That's what you do with food for nutrients. It helps get to your system better. Uh and what they do is they sell tablets that are chewable that have the same ingredients as Viagra or Cialis. And uh, they come to your house in discreet packaging. You just take a quick couple minutes, bong, 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 right online. And then they fucking send you, like, they send you a ton of these motherfuckers. I'm telling you this right now. Just get them. Use the promo code GOON. You're going to pay $5 for shipping, but you're not paying anything for your tablets. And they're chewable. It's going to be great. Discreet packaging. Your package will be anything but discreet with Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. All right, let me get back into this. Um, yeah, I was talking about China. China is very fucking funny. Listen to the fucking, this crazy China shit. Let me talk about this crazy China shit. Fucking, so they said that they got one case of Omicron. The Omicron fucking COVID variant, right? 
And they're literally like, yeah, we got one case of Omicron. It came in in Canadian mail. The rest of the world is like, dog, we stopped disinfecting our mail a fucking year ago. What are you talking about? That's not how you get it. They're fucking just lying. And now they're kind of like, all right, well, the Olympics is next month. Uh, we're doing the asshole swabs again for anybody coming to watch the Olympics. You got to get your asshole swabbed for COVID. We're doing anal swabbing because we don't trust any of you. You might be smuggling it in your butt like cocaine. You're smuggling that COVID in in your butt. Fucking China. They just do not give a shit. They're just like, yeah, no, we have, there's no Omicron here. It's impossible. It's like, of course you have Omicron there. There's fucking planes coming in and out of the country. It's impossible to beat this thing. It's the most communicable thing ever. They're just literally just telling people, now you got the flu, go home. I guarantee you everybody in that fucking country is fucking Omicron and they're just lying about it. It's fucking crazy. They're like, all right, well, we're going to check foreigners' butts, but any locals, don't worry about it. Just keep uh, hocking loogies into bus tubs or whatever the fuck you do. Uh, I, I love it. Just the fucking Olympics are going to be fucking shady as fuck. They're going to keep... I guarantee you they're going to... Any, any gold medal potential winners from the U.S. or Russia or wherever else is going to somehow have COVID when they get to the fucking Olympics in Beijing. Tons of our athletes are not going to be there. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Oh. Here's actually something. I actually wanted to start the show with this, but I don't know why I went off on the Biden thing so early. But uh, somebody recently told me, I was talking to somebody and I said, uh, the reason I never started smoking is because my mom smoked two packs a day when I was a kid. And she would send me to the store to get two packs a day. For her. It was $5 for two packs of cigarettes back then. It was $2.50 a pack. And my allowance for the week was $3. Which was like three comic books or like a candy and a comic. It was like nothing. I could save some money and eventually get a fucking toy. It was no money. And fucking, I had like a middle class friend. Who, I never had an allowance growing up. It's like, yeah, because your parents just gave you things you needed. That $3 to like buy me a protractor. Like, if I needed school supplies, my mom would be like, what do you need, a ruler? Get an allowance for a reason, kid. $3. An allowance is an allusion to a child that you're teaching them responsibility when you're just avoiding letting them know that you're poor. Like, you literally, instead of having a sit-down conversation, you'd be like, hey, look, I don't really do as well as your fucking, uh, your, your friend's parents, uh, so I'm going to give you this pittance. And uh, it's your fault that we don't have things, that you don't have things, not mine as a provider. That's what an allowance is to a small child. Like, and like I said, my mom was spending more than my weekly allowance every day on fucking cigarettes. And not only that, I saw her more than once give a homeless man an entire pack of cigarettes. Just as a kind of, here's the thing, I mean, which is ironic because she later became homeless. But like, it's like... I'm in the fucking prison yard trying to save up for a fucking packet of ramen. You're giving out full packs of Stokes? You didn't even fuck that guy in the ass, ma. What are you giving him a full pack of cigarettes? You didn't, you didn't give me, I, I got no, I don't even have two honey buns to rub together. What are we fucking doing? The allowance is such a funny thing. It, it really is. I remember my dad gave me, I got a decent, in high school, I got a decent allowance. Uh, my dad, it wasn't even much. It was like, he gave me like, honestly, yeah, what is it? It was like, he gave me 20 bucks a week. Because when I was in junior high school, I got $2 for lunch. And then 
a day, $2 a day for lunch, $10 a week. And uh, he gave me just an extra $5 a week. And then $5, I had to buy, I was in photography class and my photography teacher wanted me to shoot a roll of film a day that they charged you a dollar for in the photography class. And uh, he was just like, I think you could be good at that. And by the way, I'll get into that in a minute. But thank God I didn't stick with photography. Um, but he, <laughs> he fucking, he was like, all right. I, so like, I remember when I was Doe Junior High School, I was like, well, I guess I don't need the extra $5 a week for the film anymore. And he was just like, I'm not going to take $5 a week from you. But also I realized he had me working for fucking slave wages in the fucking restaurant. I made less than the Mexican guys. It was fucking crazy. He would give me like 50 bucks to wash dishes all night on a Friday. And that was like after I had another job. I remember I was embarrassed that like my cousins that had more money than me and like they had stuff. I remember I was embarrassed to tell them that I was making less than minimum wage. I was making $3 an hour. For, I worked for a nice gay man and a florist. It was a fucking, that was the best job. Because my fucking grandmother would be mad at me and he would just send flowers down the block and I'd be like, all right, I'm a little out of trouble here. Ugh. But yeah, allowance, a prison for a child. Don't even like, if your parents gave you an allowance but they didn't really buy you stuff, unless it was a good allowance. If they were giving you like 50 bucks a week when you were like 10, fine. Even now, I feel like 50 bucks a week is okay if you're in junior high school. But if it's less than that, go fuck yourself. Especially if I got to like, I remember I had to buy my own deodorant with my fucking shitty $20 a week. That was like my lunch money, my film money. So it's like, like I said, that teacher wanted me to shoot a roll of film a day. It wasn't happening if I was at a deodorant that week. Because that's $3. That's three rolls of film that I can't buy that week. But you know, you need a protract gym uniform, three weeks worth of allowance. Why didn't you save up? Sorry, but you spent a lot of my savings on drugs. Fucking crazy. Prison. Yeah, the photography thing was so it's so funny. I got into two schools. I got into Brooklyn Tech that me and Stanley went to together. And then I got into another school, which was Washington Irving, which was a uh, uh, photography-focused program because I went to the only junior high school that had photography classes. As a, And my grandmother loved the fact that I was doing photography. It's the stupidest fucking pursuit. That anyone can have. And like, imagine I went to four years of high school where my focus was analog, not digital photography. This is analog in larger, I'm shaking fucking, I'm shaking trays, waiting for like a Polaroid to fucking develop. It, I, did, I took a couple of classes in high school and I already knew all this stuff, so I took the classes. But like, I remember doing it again and being like, this is so fucking, we have Photoshop in the computers in the next room. What are we doing? I'm learning how to solarize a photo for a weird effect. This is insane. And I know there's still people who still do that. But like photography is the most... It, it's like... And I there's some people who are amazing at it. Even with the modern technology and stuff. But it's like anybody can get into it now. If you have enough money, you could be... It's not really an art. It's like stand-up. It's not really an art form. It's just a thing that some people can be better at than others. If you're the best at anything, you can make a fucking living doing it. And if you're immediate middle of the road, you could be a hack and do weddings. It's the cru- wedding photography is the cruise ships of the photography world. 
But Jesus, my grandmother really wanted me to go. So Washington Irving let in. I didn't even take the test. They let in everybody from my junior high school. Imagine I had so much knowledge about fucking photography. And then they would just be like, digital. And I'm like, I don't know how to use a computer. Shit, I didn't learn how to use a computer until I was like 26, really. I did those Photoshop classes, but I didn't have a computer at home. So I had nothing to like cement that knowledge because I never used it again. I remember I took typing classes. I was like fine at it, but I didn't have a computer at home. So it was in my 20s. It was just like, all right, well, uh, I guess that's in and out. <laughs> computer shit is like repetition, like all of that shit, like coding. Like I've taken coding classes. I couldn't tell you how to do it. I was like fine at it. I did it as well as anybody in the classes I took. That was like recently. It was like, I don't remember any of it. I'd have to like start over. I might like recognize some stuff, but all of that stuff, Photoshop, video, it's all repetitions. You got to like do it a bunch and you get better at it. And there you go. But it's like, if you don't have that shit at home, it's like, it's like, I can't believe, I wonder if they still have a photography program in there. I bet they do. I bet, I hope it's digital, but I bet it's like five years fucking behind. There's kids there going, I can do this on my phone. You fucking idiots. Why are you teaching me this? What is that? A flip video? Do those even still exist? Jesus. My, my, my SD card has a terabyte on it. You fucking idiots. So there's some childhood stuff, which is, I guess, how I should have started the show. Also, quick plug, uh, I'm going to be with Justin Silver uh, in Rhode Island in February. I don't know if anybody's in Rhode Island that listens to the show, but if you are, uh, I'll be there 12th, no, the 11th, 12th, and 14th of February, the 11th, 12th, and Valentine's Day. Uh, come through. I'll be featuring for him. It's at the uh, Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island. Go, just Please come through. Fill up the show. It's going to be a fun time. You know, me and Justin like to party. People are partying after the show. That should be fun. But uh, if you recognize the dates, it's a 11th, 12th, and 14th. And I'm like, why? I get why you have a Valentine's Day show. It's probably going to be the club's draw. Uh, but <clears throat> why do they have a uh, uh, no Sunday show? And I was like, why is there no Sunday show? It's so weird. They should just add a Sunday show so we have something to do on Sunday. And then I realize that's the Super Bowl. That's the day of the Super Bowl. The day, what the NFL is retarded. Either that or they're in cahoots with L'Oreal. Because I don't know if anybody knows this. During the Super Bowl, domestic violence spikes. Like, domestic violence complaints during the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday, are it's one of the highest days of the year for domestic violence complaints. It spikes through the fucking roof. And then all those people have to go to their dinner reservations the next day. Has the service industry not gotten hurt enough by COVID? We really need the Super Bowl the day before one of their busiest days of the year. These women have to go. They're going to have to run out by extra concealer to cover up their black eyes. The husbands are still going to be in prison. Oh, well, county, whatever. Domestic violence Sunday followed by Valentine's Monday. How that? What a hangover. What kind of hangover is that? Yeah, also, people want to get drunk on Sunday, have a hangover. Then they got to go to work, work a full day. Then they got to take their wife out. What is wrong with these people? Why would they do that to people? 
there's going to be a lot of wives who are going to, who probably like a month ago were like, well, you know, I got to work Monday. Maybe we go out Sunday. Maybe we'll go out Sunday. Just And then they're just like, fuck, the Super Bowl is today. I don't even like football. I do like getting drunk during the Super Bowl, though. People usually have some food. I'll watch a little of the game. But it's going to be terrible. However, the comedy connection at Rhode Island, myself and Justin Silver, is going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great time. We need you guys to come out. We need you guys to come out, support, be goons. Look, I've always wanted to see Providence because I just saw that show Brotherhood. If you've never seen Brotherhood, the first two seasons, great. Third season, terrible. But it's about uh, these two mooks that live in Rhode Island and they're brothers. And one is a state senator and the other is a violent criminal. Incredibly violent criminal. And the first season of that show is amazing. And then it completely fucking falls off. But go watch the first season on Showtime. It's great and it just made me always want to be like, I want to live in fucking Providence. It seems like such a trash bag Irish-Italian place. It's so small and everything is intertwined. There's literally like gangsters smoking weed on the steps of the state house. It seems like a fucking cool place, man. I don't know if Providence is anything like that. And then I, my other... Uh, uh, experience with Providence, Rhode Island. It's outside Providence, the movie. And I always liked that movie. Alec, that was before Alec Baldwin was a murderer. You know what I mean? So he's really whimsical with his portrayal. Uh, you know, and then there's a, there's a character named Drugs Delaney. That's a good name. It's a great name. So I'm going to learn a lot about Providence. I'll probably eat some Italian food. I'm sure there's good Italian food out there. Uh, uh, we, there's a whole day of me doing nothing. I feel like I can see the entire city. Rhode Island is the smallest state. Or maybe I'll go to Cohawk. That's where Family Guy takes place. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm like, Justin, let's come home for a day. He's just like, no, I don't want to come home. We'll just stay. I was like, why would we stay? Is he going to do a three-hour drive? I was like, we, as opposed to a 24-hour sitting around? Who cares? It's three hours back and forth. I'll do it. Fucking stupid. Just put the fucking Super Bowl the day before Valentine's Day. Nonsense. So I've been talking about, I, I look, I, I talk a lot about nonsense. I'm talking a lot about nonsense on this fucking solo show. I get it. People don't really like, like, it, it, it gets weird in the solo show. Because I'm sitting in my house, I'm alone, I'm drinking, um, I'm doing stuff, I got a list in front of me. I'm sitting on my couch, which is a weird way to do a podcast. It's, it's strange to do a podcast on your couch. Um, but, I'm trying, here, here's something uh, I find very funny. So I, I drove up to uh, Utica, New York last week, and uh, uh, I was looking at some properties up there, but there's, I saw something, they're ripping out, uh, they're ripping out all these things, the, the, the roadside attractions, they're just, they're pulling them completely out, the, the, the service areas, uh, and they're, they're, it's a $450 million investment. They're changing all the... Like, what? They There's plenty of toilets. That's all people need at a rest stop. They're like, here's some new food concepts. Burger King, Panda Express, and Popeyes. We're bringing those in. Panera Bread, Dunkin', Chick-fil-A, Sh- uh, Shake Shack. All right, if, if I stop on the side of a road and there's a Shake Shack, I'd be pretty hyped. 
uh, but who the fuck, who the fuck wants any of these things? Like, it's like $450 million. It's a private, it's a private development. So it's like, I guess these people are just renting to these franchisees. There's a Chick-fil-A, I, who the, pet walking areas. You mean outside? You can't just walk your pet around the fucking parking lot. Um, electric chargers, outdoor seat, seasonal food trucks. No one wants a seasonal food truck at a rest stop. Literally just give me a cup of coffee and a cheeseburger, you fucking dorks. Uh, A taste of New York market. You know, New York cuisine. That's stuff that is well known other than pizza. Shut the fuck up. Taste of New York. What are you going to fucking sell people? It's upstate New York. It's a taste of New York. Taste the OxyContin. Taste the fentanyl. Chew up that fentanyl patch. You chew your fentanyl, boy. What is it's not it's worth nothing. It's such a stupid, stupid thing. Oh. I don't understand what the fuck anyone is doing uh with any of this shit. One thing I do know what I'm doing with is breathefume.com. You know about breathefume? Breathefume is great. Uh, uh, here's the thing about breathefume. Um, it, it's a wooden inhaler. I love this product. Uh, breathefume.com is our sponsor that we love very much on the show. Uh, they give you a, a little, it's, it's aromatherapy for your mouth. Uh, but what it really helps with is help quit smoking, vaping, the reliance on the hand to mouth uh, compulsion that a lot of people have. Uh, I certainly have that, uh, and it definitely helps you with that. I like to use, uh, they, they have a couple of lemon flavors. Peppermint is really good. And uh, if you go to breathefume.com slash goon and use the promo code goon, you're going to get 10% off your order and free shipping. Look, like I said, it is a fantastic product. If you're trying to quit smoking, if you just need something to do with your hands, like while you're out at a bar, you're trying to drink less, um, you know, va- vaping is constant. You can have this thing in your mouth when you're in your office there's no vape there's no smoke especially now that they're kicking vapors out of their fucking place it's like it's like the whole thing about vaping was I can do this because I can't smoke now you gotta go outside to vape so what is even the point of vaping now you're just addicted to vaping I guess you can take two or three hits instead of a fucking full pull of a cigarette but you're, you're still stuck with it so go to breathefume.com uh, slash goon use the promo code goon you're gonna get 10% off your order 10% it's gonna be great uh, let's talk about one more quick thing uh, uh, we all follow a lot of Instagram sluts. Even girls. I literally will like look at the Instagram girls in my feed, and uh, I'll see likes from other girls that I know, and I'll be like, "Hmm, girls seem." And other Instagram girls that I follow, follow like the like the posts of the Instagram girls. It's fucking crazy. It's like I thought this was just for uh, lecherous men. I also never click like on any of those. So I don't want anybody to see me liking these whores. Uh, I don't want them to know I like them. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like it's like elementary school. I don't want you to know I like you. I just want to pull your pigtails, little lady. I just want to pull your pigtails. But uh, 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 here's the thing, ladies, if you're listening to me and you're gonna go into Instagram horary for uh, for a career path, you need to be the type that never shows your boyfriend. Also, don't ever get pregnant. I follow one girl; she's been pregnant twice in the last three years. I'm like, what are you doing to your body? That's your only asset. I mean, I hope the guy who's knocked you up twice is rich because you're fucked now, lady. I don't even know why I'm still following her. She's doing riskier and riskier photos, but I was like, I don't know. This is this just feels creepy. 
And there's something really creepy about somebody who's had a lot of plastic surgery that has a pregnant belly. It looks like an android is about to give birth to this future master race. You know what I mean? Some sort of Borg uh, hive mind situation going on. It's, it's a crazy situation. But the thing that's really funny to me, and I follow this girl. She was a former playmate. Her name's Sarah Underwood. Very attractive blonde woman. I think she's in her late 30s. I'm not sure. Very gorgeous. Beautiful woman. But she puts her boyfriend in. And they have like uh, all these cabins that they own together. They live in the woods together. And I follow this woman because she's hot. But I notice she has this like boyfriend. And he just looks, after two years of them being together, I think it's her husband now, just looks worn out and like he hates her. But he's like really, like his whole job is taking pictures of her and living in these cabins in the woods. That's what they do. They live in a cabin in the woods the two of them, they have three cabins. And it's just like, I saw her Instagram story on New Year's Eve and they got it. This is the treat for them. And again, super hot chick. On paper, you're going to live in the woods with this super hot chick. And all you have to do is take a couple. He, again, he's a photographer. Completely vapid form of thing. Like, right? Photographer. The girls who are just under model hot all become photographers. Right? And also dudes who are just under model hot and want to be around girl models become photographers. So this guy's a photographer and he's dating this IG model, right? And it's just like, seems like a good idea on paper. Take a couple of pictures of this hot chick and just fuck her all the time. That's your whole life. You live in cabins in the woods. You got dogs. It's super fun. Dude, the look on this guy's face in the most recent post from her, she looks super hot. And he's just looking at her like, ah, I guess I'm going to have to do this again. Dude, they got this. They got they got the uh, Airbnb, and he, she starts talking about meat being murder, and he was just like, "Can we just not talk about politics?" He seems more interested in their dogs now, and it's like it's like that old Chris Rock joke: "Show me the most beautiful woman on earth, and I'll show you a dude tired of fucking her." It's it's so fucking fu- like, like like I said, ladies, if you're going, I wish I didn't know this. It makes her so much less attractive to me, and she can go on her political rants because I just fast forward through that. But watching the pain in this man's eyes. Just fade away from what he thought was his dream girl. They're just having just this life and this existence. It's like he, she's a, she's gonna get petito in these fucking woods cabins. They have a whole thing called Cabinland. They're they're making their own insta. They're they're making their own uh, uh, reality series called Cabinland. She's gonna end up in the fucking walls of one of these cabins as insulation. It's just just leave your man off your Instagram horrorery. OnlyFans just it should just be his cock. That's it, and maybe a selfie stick. His hand on a selfie stick or something. That's it. That should all be, that should be the only thing. If you're doing that sort of thing, that's all your man should be doing. I don't want to know about your relationship with him. Keep him out of there. All right. I said that was going to be the last thing, but I want to talk about one more thing. I watched Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man movie from 1991 the other day. First time I'd seen that since I must have been eight years old or what? No, it came out when I was eight years old. It was probably, yeah, probably then. I was like eight or nine or something. That's the gayest fucking movie I've ever seen. It's Don Johnson and uh, Mickey Rourke, and uh, uh, they're just gay. It's like they're doing a heist to save a bar. First of all, it makes no sense. Uh, they're stealing $2.5 million. It's five guys that are stealing $2.5 million, which works out to about $5 million adjusted for today's money, uh, just to save a bar from, become, from, from getting a new lease. Now, all of their friends get shot, and then they just hug at the end. Now, uh... uh you never know their real names. Oh, no, no, no. The Marlboro Man, Don Johnson, his name is Robert. And then you never know Harley's real name. And then uh, uh, the Marlboro Man's girlfriend, his name is Virginia. Virginia Slim. This movie's fucking terrible. But it's also kind of the best thing I've ever seen in my life. 
It's uh, uh, it's gayer than Moonlight. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it is gay because at least Moonlight knows it's gay. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man might be the most homo. Like it's like they're in love with each other and get all their friends killed, so they have an excuse to hang out in this bar together. Like, so basically they steal drugs. And I love how every 80s, 90s movies has some new drug that like kills 30%. Like one, four in 10 people that take it die, but everyone else is super addicted. It's like, why would anybody take it then? Four in 10 people die? Like nuke in RoboCop 2. It's like, like if you put something in front of me, like, look, you'll get really high, but you'll be super addicted no matter what. And you might die. I'd be like, no, the high is great. No, like what? Four, that you have bet Russian roulette has a great rush, I'm sure, and better odds than all these fake drugs that came out in these fucking 90s movies. Crack didn't kill that many people, probably killed one out of 200. You know, fucking opioids don't kill that many people. They don't kill one in a couple of thousand that have done opioids get killed from it. Not even that many get super addicted. Even fucking heroin, I've done heroin, it's fine. You know, you think about heroin for a couple days, and then you're good. Just don't do it again the next day while you're thinking about it. That's how addiction works. Look, I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, come to the Comedy Connection. I love you guys. I'm sorry we've done so many of these shows. Uh, the vacations are over. Uh, 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 the holidays are over. We both just had COVID. So it'll be me and Mike in studio. We're going to do a long episode next week. I'm going to keep working on these fucking... And also, drop me a line. Askthegoon at gmail.com. Let me know, or just on Twitter, Instagram, if there's somebody you think would be a good fit as a guest, I really want to get back into doing interviews. I love doing interview supplements to the show, and that would really help one of these solo shows. I could do 10, 15 minutes in the beginning, and we just have a cool, long interview instead of this. I can bank a few of them up. Let me know who you who you use. Um, I, I would love to hear from you guys. Askthegunagmail.com. I'll give you life advice, whatever you guys need. All right. That's the show. Good night. Little girl